welcome back everybody to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, they had fought an angry Steelix who burst out of the ground. They found some cool rocks. Yeah. And then they lost some cool rocks. No. They went to an outdoor shopping festival near Orberg and... Ryan took up the quest to find the Pokemon that had been stealing cool rocks from the cool rock vendor. How a crime worthy of execution. <laughs> I mean, it's Who a Pokemon. dares steal cool rocks? This is just cool a Pokemon, rock. Ryan. It get the Krabby to learn guillotine. No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> One hit KO for good. <laughs> oh, God. Look at that, that move had like a 30% hit rate, but when it hit, all yeah. oh, it hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I might intervene if you try to execute a Pokemon. <laughs> no, no, I, I say this for jokes. This is out of character. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys have just entered Orberg City. And this Orberg City, it you know, you don't have to roll for this, because you guys know that Orberg City used to be a city under a lot of construction. There was a huge mining industry, there was a lot of buildings being worked on, there was all of the excavation stuff going on, but now it looks like things have actually slowed down, because Orberg City is very much a city now. You see high-rises, you see small suburbs stretching out into the distance, you see a decent city center area. You still see some small construction areas, and you do see the entrance to the mine, but for the most part, this is a city that seems to be complete in a certain way. Well, we're still following the the, the, the trail of, I guess, rock crumbs? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, you guys, was it you tracking it or was it Eric? Uh, I think it was Eric tracking it. Okay, so Eric has his nose to the ground. He's just kind of bouncing back and forth as he spots little piles of rocks. And you follow him a few blocks into the city, but eventually he loses the trail because, of course, there are a bunch of people walking around, so all the stuff got kicked away, and the trail kind of stops in the middle of town. Hmm. How long have we been walking? I am If we find out who did this, it looks like either all the stuff that they took is crumbled to bits or been eaten or whatever that was Pokemon's doing with it. Yeah. The trail has gone cold. I mean, you yeah. seem fairly committed to this, so if we want to continue, I just, I don't I think mean, we're going to rescue any of the materials that were stolen. I mean, we don't have much to go on at this point, like, not unless, I don't know, do we see if there's any loose rocks nearby? I don't know. Well, yeah, you could use uh, perception to see if you can track anything down. You could use intuition to see if it looks like there's any people who have seen anything. Or you could use Pokemon knowledge to see if you can get, guess where this Pokemon may have gone, just based on what you know about Pokemon. I'll use Pokemon education. Alright. Uh, that's perception. perception. That's what I forgot to do. I, need to, I forgot to buy a set of D6s. I have D6s, don't worry. That's still the thing I'm that's short on. A5. For what were you rolling? Six. And uh, five, eleven. And what were you rolling, Lindsay? Uh, Pokemon Education. Okay. And hang on, let's let Duncan do his roll. What's your Pokemon Education at? Four. There you go. Boxcars! There's one boxcar. Twelve. Okay, so. Julian isn't able to spot anything new, but Bell and Gabriel, you both figure that, yeah, a Pokemon, if it's eating rocks, it's probably going to go somewhere where there's plenty of loose rocks. So either the mine or maybe even the construction site. So do we split up? Do you want to? Or you could just check one and then the other. Yeah. I figure, yeah. I figure it might be the mine, given, the, given a Pokemon wants to eat and wants to eat and... In peace. The construction site might be a lot harder to eat. Yeah, and there might be too many people around. Yeah, we don't have hard hats. We're not allowed on the job site. Well, actually, when you look at the construction site, it doesn't look like there's anyone there, hard hats or otherwise. Uh, oh, oh. Well, that's not good. Okay. There's just a bunch of like abandoned equipment, essentially. 
Hmm, this reminds me of something in real world. <laughs> oh, that took me a second. Actually, when you look closer... It's just a huge hole, isn't it? Yeah, and when you look closer, you see some teenagers there, and they're just pointing at it, and if you listen closely, you can hear them just going, Wow! Do we all just like walk and just go? Wow, that's a big hole. That's a hole. That's a hole right there. Oh yeah, man, this hole's been here for like ten years now. Really? What was supposed to go up here? We don't even know. Like we heard there was gonna be a new museum. Then they said it was gonna be a new gym after Vork disappeared. And then they said that there. I don't know, and but now now they're moving new construction equipment in with like this weird firm. I don't know. It's just it's just a hole, man. It's it's just part of life now. Except the hole. And and the, and the teenager just grabs the sides of Julian's face. Except the hole. Whoa, there, buddy. I got some personal okay. space okay. here. That sounds like a capital point, there, bud. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, kid, what happened to Rourke? When did he disappear? Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe like five years ago, it was this whole thing. He said he was going to go on this like expedition to find some cool new fossils or some rocks or something. We don't pay attention to that stuff a lot. It's like, there's this whole new generation of gym leaders. I mean, Indy's here. She's so cool. Okay. And also, it seems this hole has been quite the uh, preoccupying thing for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it consumes every soul of my being. It's all you have to live for, huh? Basically. You will survive, kid. Oh, thanks, man. I, I mean, the fact that they did bring in some new construction equipment does make me think that maybe they'll make something here for once. I just, I'm just like, oh yeah, sure. I just look, look to game. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he was in fact lying. <laughs> just uh, stares off. If you guys don't mind, we're gonna check office. out the hole a little bit more detail. Maybe we'll find something cool in there, like some cool rocks. <laughs> yeah, cool rocks. Yeah. Um, so, are you guys looking at the hole? What are you doing with the hole? Uh, I want to look at it harder. <laughs> are you, you're rolling your perception? Yeah. Is that your favorite skill? <laughs> it's mine, too. Hey, that's what I kind of perceived. Five, and... Okay, I've got a nine. For perception. Okay. Are you perceiving anything? Gabriel, or are you just uh, kind of casually observing? Yeah, I'll perceive. Okay. Nine. Nice. Okay, so we're going to start with Belle. Because Belle, as you approach the hole, your eye is actually caught by one of the construction machines. Because it looks really weird. It looks like just this giant cluster of drills on wheels. And, okay. and then on the side of it, in lieu of any kind of company name, there's just a logo that looks like a big stylized capital A. Alright, uh, so that symbol seems weird. It looks like a stylized A, guys. Dang, that, that is means a stylized anything. A. Can I roll tech education to identify what kind of machine this is? You sure can. Oh yeah, it's three. Oh yeah, I forgot you're a nerd. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll take that. Oh yeah, you can take that. I'll let you keep that. Okay. So three floor, floor dice are a okay in the future card. If we can see them. Yeah. So, so Julian, you figure just at by looking at this, you're you're not sure what kind of construction device it is, but it really doesn't look so much as a construction device as just a digging device. In fact, it looks like it's something that could have even dug this hole or dug this hole deeper than it was before. Hmm. I'm gonna call it the Steelix Tail. The what? You know, Steelix Tail spins. I try. I, I'm, I'm specifically trying to perceive if there is any construction materials to speak of that were 
like that that showed the intention that something was meant to be built here, or if it looks like it's, it's, there's only digging equipment. Okay. Dig tunnel, dig dig tunnel. Another nine. Um, you see some construction materials kind of strewn about. It looks like they're trying to make something, but you're not really sure what it would be. Okay. Anyways, and you also, because you also rolled a nine at the hole, though. Yeah. So you're, you're going to look back in the hole, and as you do, you hear this big, bassy noise, and then there's another rumbling. And pretty soon, you three and the fellow teens see a, a group of onyx, like, crawling up the sides of the hole at a really rapid pace. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I step back a little bit. <laughs> and then, as you guys do, you hear, before you can react, pull out your Pokemon or anything, you hear a commanding voice, and she says, Everybody out of the way! I run. <laughs> I dive out of the way. And then a girl about her early 20s, she has long black hair tied in like those kind of the loops that go down and then she has them like clipped back up on her head so they kind of make little rings. Oh, okay. She jumps past you guys and she's accompanied by a Jumpluff, a Audino, and a Grand Bull. And the Grand Bull dives into the hole and you hear the sounds of fighting. It's like the Grand Bull and the Onyx, they're having it out. It's like, oh, Onyx, Onyx, Grand Bull, Grand Bull. <laughs> uh, as the rumblings continue, it sounds like two of them start retreating. Another one r- bursts out of the ground, though, just in time for the Jumpluff to smash it in the face with a whole bunch of spores of every manner. The Onyx just kind of starts twitching, and then it falls down to the ground in kind of stunned stupor. And then the girl approaches it with her Audino. The Audino starts, like, doing its little Audino song. Like, Audino, Audino. And it starts to soothe the savage beast. And then the girl, she reaches onto her wrist, and she pulls off this little device, and she flicks it open. And it's like this long blue stick. And then she just starts spinning it at the onyx, and this like little energy stream starts swirling around the onyx. And between all of the spores and the Audino and the energy that this girl is using, the onyx calms down really rapidly. Heroes never die. <laughs> Holy moly. That's what I thought immediately. I'm kind of just awestruck by this whole scene. Just like, whoa. That's cool. Well, until they, the, the Audino came to help, it looked like that Onyx was going to feel spore in the morning. God damn it, Gabe! <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. Dad jokes. My dad had a lot of them. And then, when the girl hears you, she turns around, initially with a glare, to punish you for that pun. <laughs> and then she, like, her eyes wide, like, oh my gosh, Gabe, is that you? Uh... Oh, you... You probably don't remember me. I only met you when you were, like, a little kid, and uh, I guess I was a little kid, too. Um, I'm, I'm Jackie. Oh. I'm one of the Pokemon Rangers that works with your parents. Awesome. Yeah, no, I know. I, I've, I've seen so many Rangers. Takes me a second to pick up on that. What are, you, what are you doing here? I'm on my journey to become... I don't know. On my journey to discover what I want to do. And become gods. <laughs> and she gives you a side eye like that. Uh, that's concerning. No, that's, that was a joke. Okay. Big jokes. I'm, I'm not, not serious. Godhood's not for me. I work in the field a lot. I'm not in tune with like the, the kids' memes. No, these that's days. fine. That's absolutely fine. I, like, I, I, I wish I, I was you, honestly. Oh, oh thank you. That, that's really sweet. <laughs> and um, what are your guys' names? Uh, I'm Julian. So I'm Belle. Oh, it's really nice to meet you. Any friend of Gabe's is a friend of mine. Have have you guys had any experiences with these onyxes lately? Uh, we've had an experience yes. with its evolution. Really, a Steelix? Yeah, Steelix. Yeah, that thing. That thing was rough. It beat up my cat. Oh, but what's a cat? That's that's unfortunate. <laughs> and I'm I'm not sure what a cat is, but it sounds like it's something you wouldn't want to get beat up. 
I just like release. Really, a Steelix? Were you guys able to defeat it at all? No, it, it uh, came as soon as it yeah. came as fast as it arrived. Yeah, yeah, we we roughed it up, but it hightailed it after. Well, right back into the mountain. Well, the fact that you're we were able to hold your own is. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to, like, belittle this. Because the fact that you held your own is pretty good. But also, if you guys had fought a, a proper Steelix, you, and you had just started your Pokemon journey, you probably would not be in a good position right now. Because they are very powerful. But sometimes when Onyxes get stressed, they're forced to evolve to Steelix as a way to protect themselves. Which means that there's something seriously wrong happening with the Onyxes in this region. Hmm... Yeah. Yeah, like I said That's... before, um, uh, me and my family have tended to some onyxes, and I think my family did seem a little perturbed by it, and I didn't, I didn't really li- realize what they were worried about back then. I want to roll a general education and see if I recall any sort of like news stories uh, on the internet about like, uh, like any sort of like tremors or anything, like anything like that. Go for Seismic it. Seismic movement. Because that, I feel like that might affect rock Pokemon and ground Pokemon. Yeah. That is four, three, seven. Okay, so you haven't seen any kind of news stories like that. You remember hearing some things about several pockets of Pokemon being in distress across the region, but it's not linked to any specific thing. But there, you do remember a general story that the Pokemon Rangers have been quite active recently. So have you been? busy lately with I don't know, dealing with this well, kind of stuff? Oh, yes, quite. I'm trying to, and you know, it's not just Onyxes, it's all manner of rock Pokemon and other Pokemon that live in the ground. It's like, I'm not sure, I feel like there's something else underground that's driving them to the surface, but I keep on trying to like manage things on the outside, make sure they don't hurt themselves or hurt other people. I haven't really been able to do an in-depth investigation. Actually, that dawns, that dawns on me and how I found one of my bones. Or at least RBD. It also reminds me of uh, Jade as well. Uh, oh, yeah, because he came out of the ground and yeah, bit too. my head. Yeah, yeah, Calamity too was kind of distressed. Yeah, there's something, I mean, and you know, it may not even be a huge thing, but it this all causes a domino effect. If one thing distresses larger Pokemon and they start running away, they're going to push smaller Pokemon out of their environments, and then when they go, they push other Pokemon out. It's a whole ripple effect. Yeah. Hmm. Like there's anything that has to do with this hole? I don't think it's the hole. I mean, the hole certainly helps them to get out of the underground faster, but the hole itself seems fine. There must be... Is and, the hole fine, though? Well, the presence of the hole <laughs> is distressing. There have been several, like, <laughs> several general meetings in the Orberg City Hall trying to deal with the hall, the hole, the hall hole meetings, we've been calling them. And that doesn't help either. People have stopped coming to them because they can't pronounce them properly. <laughs> But the whole, <clears throat> but the whole itself does not seem connected to the other Pokemon getting distressed. And then she she looks towards the Onyx, who is now in a much better mood, and it's kind of just like bobbing its head as the Audino and the Jumpluff bounce around it. You see the Grand Bull pull its way out of the hole and like dusts itself off and like stands at alert. And Jackie kind of hums and haws and he goes, "Well." I don't want to put you guys in like a position you're not comfortable with, but would you be willing to investigate underground? There's clearly something happening underground, and if I'm stuck up here dealing with other Pokemon coming to the surface, I can't get under there to see what's happening. That sounds like fun. Anything yeah. to help a friend and... Apparently we're part of the Underground Society now, too, so it's yeah. kind of oh, our job oh, now. Oh, that's excellent! Yeah. The Underground Society is so great, especially now that they're getting backing from Team Logos, the Logos Foundation. Oh, oh I wasn't informed of that. Yeah. Oh, well, well, they're they're just generally helping all scientific endeavors, and not even scientific. I mean, they gave the Rangers a huge help recently as well. They've been helping us upgrade our Silers and all that stuff. Oh. Huh. Uh, something I never bothered to ask Mom and Dad about. Uh, if you don't mind, yeah. I want to try something and uh, bring Jade out my Larvitar. And okay. I, oh, like, no, Jade, you want to see if you can ask this Onyx, like, if there's anything going on down in the earth? 
right now? Um, <laughs> that that's I don't know what kind of role that's going to be, but that's going to be a role. Let me find Jade on your quick ref. <laughs> Pokemon communications, okay. Yeah, um... Because she doesn't have a charm stat or anything like that. Uh, you know what? She'll, she'll just go over and talk. And so, Jade kind of wanders over to the Onyx. Lev! Levitar! Oh, Onyx! And the Onyx kind of like squints his eyes. And the, the Jade goes, Levitar! Levitar! Onyx! And Audino kind of walks over and, like, between them to go, she kind of tut-tuts at Jade and, like, shoes her back to you. Okay. So Jade comes back to you and she just goes, <laughs> Roll Pokemon Education to try and figure out what she is trying to say. <laughs> I mainly did this so you had to, like, do that. But, uh, Hey, that's a five and a four. That's a nine. So you don't speak Larvitar, but it seems like she's implying to say that there is something very loud underground that is getting them angry. Oh, it's probably that louder rave party down there. <laughs> now, um, Tanner, I was just thinking, given my character's past, um, should I roll perception to see if I remember something similar happening over in Kanto that might pertain to this? Sure. What would you okay. be rolling? I was thinking... There's actually quite a few things you could roll, so tell me what you'll roll and I'll yeah. tell you how you can figure that out through it. Because uh, I was thinking... In... You know what? Maybe intuition might be better for this. Um, I've only got two ranks in it, but I'll try for intuition. Onward into new and uncharted territories. Six. Twelve. Oh, baller. Damn. Oh, nice. So you're, you put quite a few things together. So you remember a time when Team Rocket was trying to drive Pokemon out of Mount Moon so that they're easier to catch in the open. And basically what they did was they set up a big speaker system in the middle of it. And then just started blasting music. You also... I fucking these guys or something? What the hell? <laughs> you also remember another plan where they had been trying to chase a whole bunch of Pokemon into the city so that while all the trainers and rangers and law enforcement were dealing with the wild Pokemon, they were able to more easily pull a heist at the local bank. Okay. And the third thing you realize, which is not fully connected is that when you looked at the big drill machine by the hole and you saw the stylized A, it actually looked like it had been pasted over another letter. And the letter kind of looked like an R. Da-da! Oh. Ooh, this is getting interesting. You know, back when I was in Kanto, we had issues with Team Rocket trying to, you know, do their usual catch a whole bunch of Pokemon and just be general ducks. Yeah, that seems like their MO. Yeah, so there was this one time they tried to drive the Pokemon out of Mount Moon by playing, like, really loud music. And then there was the other time that they tried to drive Pokemon into town to distract us while they were pulling off a heist. And, you know, that egg looks a bit odd. I don't know what's about it. Really? There's something about it that reminds me of the Team Rocket logo. That is... And then she kind of cussed her head to the hide and squints like, Oh, hmm. I guess I can kind of see it. Huh. That. I might actually I'm have to. Have a problem. Hmm? Uh, nothing. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> that could be something I need to call in some backup for. Um. This. Oh, if what you're saying. I don't want to say there's anything sketchy going on because, well... I don't want to presume either, so... But in, in Sinnoh, we did have issues with Team Galactic, but, like, that ended, like, a decade ago after their leader kind of got dragged into another dimension by Satan. But... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, that, that's just the rumors. But, you know... 
<laughs> Listen, if, if there is some kind of evil team going on, we definitely don't want you guys getting in over your heads, but there is still the wild Pokemon to deal with. Hmm. Okay. You don't, I don't have any authority over you guys, so if I'm saying anything you're not comfortable with, you can just say no. But I'm going to see if Good I can get... Right. Oh, that, that's great. That, that's a concerning attitude, but I love the enthusiasm. If I can get some backup up here on the surface... You guys could go down through the hole or go into the mine. The mine. You guys could go down. <laughs> you guys could go down through the hole or into the mine. See if you can find whatever. If you remember loud music, like that does certainly sound like what it is. We also have a large population of Whismur in the mine. In the mine. So why can't I say the word mine? <laughs> it's been a long day. It, it really has. We have a large population of Whisper in the mine, so if something is setting them off, they could easily be starting the other Pokemon. If you guys went into the mine, then we could oh try God, and take care of things out here. closer to reality than I thought. <laughs> would, would, you guys be in, um, would you guys be comfortable investigating the mine for me? Alright, gang, hold sure. up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it would be safe because you know we're going down there, and if we're down there for any extended period of time... I'm and sure plus, we got the manpower to come down. Side. We're good. Okay, us well, going down there decreases your manpower up here, and they don't have to come down here unless we don't come back. Yeah, do heaven in, forbid. Do endeavor to come back. That would be a concern, especially if my superiors, who are also your parents, Gabriel, they found <laughs> out that I got their kid maimed or killed. Well, okay, well, let's not think about that. <laughs> that being said, if we do find anything shifty, we will not jump to conclusions and try to take it into our own hands. Yeah. Absol- well, yes, do, do be careful, of course, but... Do abs- jump to conclusions? Do take it things into our own peril? And she no, kind no, of puts... No, she puts her hands to her mouth in concern. She turns to <laughs> Belle. Miss Belle, you seem like the most level-headed of this group. And then she points at Julian. Make sure he doesn't get himself killed. Try not to. I will try. Thank you. Alright, I'm going to go contact Ranger HQ. If you guys are going to check out the mine, that would be great. Thank you so much. No problem. So, by the way, you may want to take this uh, teen kid to like a psychiatric thing. They're, they're crazy, man. They're all about this whole, I think it's a cult. And you guys look over, and he's just like... Crouched at the hole with his head tucked in, and you just hear him shouting, It was made for me! No, it's not. And his his friend there is just taking a selfie with him in the background. It's <laughs> hopeless. Help the spore, sweet child. Oh, this poor sweet child. I will definitely get to work on that. And she walks over to them. Uh, you see Audino, like, crack her healing knuckles. <laughs> Time to realign your chakra. <laughs> oh. So you guys, unless you, you have anything else you want to check out in the city of Orberg, you can go right to the mine. Uh, do you want to just, like, check out some stuff beforehand? Before we head into our quest, um, well, I feel that I've stocked up at the wall or at the, at the, the street Walmart. market. <laughs> at the whale mart, it's it's more like a farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, fancy Walmart. There we go. Yeah, let's see. No, no, okay. no crossovers. Damn. Damn. I feel that we could probably once we we uh, look after this, we will probably need some more. Equipment and whatnot. Okay, so y'all are heading to the mine then? Yeah, let's head to the mine. Yeah. Okay, so head over to the mine, and there are some workers here, and as you go in, one of them, he doesn't stop you, he just kind of like wordlessly gestures to the stack of hard hats at the entrance, and there is a general awareness that a lot of Pokemon trainers go into the mine to either train or see if they can find Pokemon or whatever. So let's grab the hard hats. Gentlemen. Yes. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that you all did. 
<laughs> Knowing y'all, there's potential that Julian should have just gone, nah, screw this. <laughs> and, and at this point, too, given that we are underground, he's like, hey, Krabby, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recall you. Just for your safety, bud. Yeah, let's just recall the Pokemon. Okay. Yes. Actually, I'll, I'll bring out an encounter because in, in the case of an, uh, like a cave or something, he could at least dig his way into safety. I'm on my shoulder. There you go. Alright, so y'all head into the mine, and after several small passages you go through, you find the path splits. Excuse me, so do you want to go right or left? Uh, does anyone have a coin? Oh, right, yeah. I do. I, I know how to do it. Just, okay. just roll D, uh, a D4. Um, odds are heads. Well, yeah, tails odds are even. Yeah. So where do we want? Heads Heads will be right. Tails will be left. And what did we say? Tails was odd. Tails was uh, even. Even, okay. Even. Two. Y'all head down the right passageway. You hear some little murmurs going on and as you get closer you realize they actually sound like voices and really snooty voices and you come across a little gaggle of teens what the fuck what and they're looking around hey teens what are you doing in here and one of them turns to you and she's got like glow-in-the-dark face paint on and glow sticks wrapped around her neck and like glow-in-the-dark patches on her clothing and she's like holding a flashlight around and she's like we're looking for the party where is it are are you guys looking for the lodger grave party oh okay please don't even like Loudred raves are so last month, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Julian's head feels like it's about to fucking explode. If you you mean explode? If you... (laughs) If you knew anything about music, you would know that secret concerts are where it's at. And then she points a flashlight at the wall. Hey, do you have Pokemon? Yes! You want a fucking battle? <laughs> um, Julie, no. no! These are not battling Pokemon, okay? And she opens her Pokeballs and she lets out six Illumis. Oh my god! Each wearing a different colored glow stick headband. My, my Illumis are strictly for parties. That's fucking lame. That's pretty cool. Jillian, okay? No. I feel I feel so like Jillian is heated right now. <laughs> and then one of the other teens is like, oh yo, I found it! It's to the right! And then everyone squeeze, and all the teens run down the right passageway. No, you're not getting away from me, I brought I'm not finished with them. Roll athletics. Oh shit, you're able to keep pace with them. <laughs> hey, how about you other two? Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Wait, is this athletics? Yeah. Or acrobat or yeah. This uh, is athletics. Yeah, athletics. Only yeah, got two. Athletics. Snake eyes. No, oh, actually ten. That's ten. You outpace them. It's just for It's like, wait, okay. Where's Bell in all this? So you also have paced them. Oh shit, I gotta slow down. J- Julian's working as hard oh, as he can sorry. to keep up with the team. Sorry, sorry I, I, need, I need to throw this in. As I pass Julian, I say to your right. God damn it. You, you two just flash step in front of them. It's like, wait, what? The, the foremost teams all just kind of shriek like, ah! <laughs> damn, you guys are fast. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> now that I've caught up, I'm like, you can't escape from crossing fate! <laughs> no, we just want to go to the secret concert! Look! And one of the teens, he shines his light on the side of the wall, 
and you see this little spray paint that only shows up when you shine the light on it. And it's a picture of like a stylized skinny head. And underneath are the letters, (laughs) it's the letters S-C-R-T, capital K-1-T-1. Wouldn't I know that? You would. You're not going to roll, Julian. I was like... Because you suddenly realize that these teens are trying to find a secret concert for the Pokemon world's latest and greatest up-and-coming DJ, Deidre Secret Kitty. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, I meet him. <laughs> <laughs> meet, meet who? Uh, DJ... I just call him Skitty. Screw it. Keep it simple. Oh, okay. You're obviously you're a fake fan because it's DJ DJ Secret Kitty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to step up to the king, King Julian. Who? DJ King Julian. I'm not familiar. Who are they? Are they new? You wouldn't know. He was a hit in a Alo- uh, Lola. Oh, you're yeah. from Alola. That's nice. <laughs> Still better than being a single punk. Uh, <laughs> and I just walk past them. Like, can I tell like where this thing's gonna be going down at all? Well, there is an arrow, and it's pointing down the left passageway now. All right, I go down left. And I walk right past, or like right alongside him, like all entourage style. <laughs> Yeah. So I put on my my aviators, so I look way cooler. <laughs> just kind of, just gotta flex a bit, you know. There you go. <laughs> I follow the path. Sweet. You guys are following the path, and hey, roll perception. Well, or no, no, that's not twelve. That's a nine. My bad. Okay. Three. Yeek! I got a nine. That wasn't good. Right? No, I'm wrong again. That's a eleven. What? No. It, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You did get eleven. Okay. What did you get, Lindsay? You nine. nine. Okay. So you guys are Bill and Gabriel just managed to stop before Julian tumbles down a hole in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! <laughs> so Julian almost trips and we just like barely grab him. Yeah, basically. I meant to do that. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. But you do cause some rocks to fall to the ground. And you hear some noise come from the bottom. Much up! Much up! Oh. That sounds like a much up. <laughs> I mean, that uh, is what it said. Do we have flash, flashlight on us, do we? Um, I th- I, because I assume the hole's kind of dark, right? Yeah, that's why you almost fell in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a regular flashlight. Hey, you want to shine that down there? Sure. And yeah, you see a Machop down there, and he's basically stuck down there. You see a little passageway that can go off into the distance from the hole, but for the most part, he basically can't shit. move and he can't climb up the bottom of the hole. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I have anything. Oh, damn. I thought Daisy would have, like, Iron Whip or something. Like, grab it. Grab it. It's, uh, yeah. It very much seems like the only way you could get to the Matrop is if you went down the hole. Uh, well, I got a rope. Oh, yeah. oh, that works too. Oh, yeah, so do I. Or, yeah. I think I'll, I also have a rope. <laughs> so. Want to drop the rope down? Help the yeah. Help guy out? Let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Who, who is dropping the rope? I feel like Gabe would have just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just out of instinct at that point. <laughs> Gotta help that poor guy out. Yeah. So you drop the Machop, and he grabs onto the rope. Because he knows what a rope is. And climbs up to the top. And he, like, gets up there and he looks at you guys, like, thankfully. Then he turns around and he tries to jump across the hole again. He made it! 
Yay! Hey. And then you see a flash of anger cross his face as he then uh, uh, books it down the rest of the passage. What? Ooh. This looks like he's hunting somebody down. Yeah. yeah. Probably somebody who, who put, uh, put this put him in that position, I would assume. Probably. Uh, yeah. Should we try and jump this hole? How, how, how big, big is it? I mean, I, I'm assuming if the Machop was able to make it, he's generally smaller than us. I think he's like two or three feet. He made it across with a roll of 12, but that was higher. I would say you could get right across if you can do a 9 in athletics. Otherwise, you're going to have to find some finagly way. You, you, like, you might have to go across the side or just jump into the hole itself. Wait, how big, how deep and you is said the there hole? was like a path at the There, there is the another path, path at the hole. So if you jumped into the hole, you, you wouldn't be at a dead end. But you might lose track of the chop. I have an idea. Okay. Uh, whoever, who has the best athletics in the group? What's your I only have a two. I have a two as well. Uh, I got a two. So none of you would be able to make it across the hole. <laughs> oh, do you have something in the hole? That's a nine, right? Yeah. I could send Bronzer over there, but he doesn't have hands to grab a rope or take a rope with him. What I was, was thinking is we go down the hole... And then, because Jade is heavy, so she acts like an anchor. Oh. Like, we toss her up the rope, and she acts as an anchor, because she's fucking heavy as hell. Well, then we need somebody strong to throw her. Well, no. I, like, you can, oh, like, pin cast, over. You can cast, cast her over Cast Lavatar? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jade, go over there. And then just toss a Pokeball and come back and... I was like, all right, Jade. And I guess one of us has the rope, right? So toss her up. Toss her her over the rope. She grabs it in her mouth. All right. And then as she's standing there, the Machop struts over, and he kind of gives her a glare. And then she just swats him in the back of the head. (laughs) And he pouts. Good girl. Proud of you. Uh, And then I jump down in the hole. So I the rope's hanging. Basically. There. Yeah. And I guess I'll roll athletics to climb the rope. I'm not gonna make you guys roll. You know what you're doing. Okay. Climbing a rope is not that hard. I don't know, man. I think it's pretty If cool. it's okay, if it's like really high rope, but it's like it's too high for you to jump out of, but if you're just climbing out of the hole, you're fine. Okay. Then yeah, now I'm This is Schrodinger's hole that does whatever I choose for it to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I guess I'm on the other side. Here's the DM. Now. Alright, I, I decide to follow. Yeah, I'll do the same. Alright, and so once y'all are on the other side, Machop waves, you got, waves to you guys, and then he books it down one side of the passage. And so you go over there, and you do see, I'm assuming you guys still have the flashlight out? Yeah. Yeah. So you see that he went in the opposite direction of the DJ Secret Kitty show. We'll be back for that. <laughs> Clearly, that's not the problem. Yes. Yeah. I have to keep Julian focused, all right? I'll be seeking fucking base at some point. Later. Later. So, you guys are following the Matrop. Yeah. He's running down this hole. He has clearly has vengeance on his mind. He's pissed. And then you guys come to a clearing. And this clearing is even darker than the caves before it somehow and uh, Julian as you walk in your foot steps on something Uh, can we try the flashlight on whatever I step because I I assume I just stop yep turning the flashlight on to that it's the remains of a cool rock (gasps) (gasps) well this this trail has truly led us back Onto another thing. Yeah. <laughs> that um, rocks. Rocks. Uh, and then you see a glimmer of red in the darkness. Machop puts up his fisticuffs, and then you just hear I echo throughout the cavern. Called it. Uh, uh, hey, you want to shine a light on wherever that red thing is over there? 
and you try to shine the light, and you only see a glimpse of a black figure with some little yellow parts on it, and then it dashes away, and it almost blends into the walls of the cavern. And you hear it, you can hear it just going, like, flitting back and forth all around this cavern. And then you see, hear something, like, digging up, and then you see some, like, little rubble spew out of the way. You see another cool rock land at your feet, and then in a flash, the creature runs to it, grabs it, and then runs off again. And then you just hear again, like, ah! I open my Pokedex and just kind of, like, Try and get a read. And there's kind of like this little radar blip trying, because it knows there's a Pokemon, it's trying to find it like... Ding! Sableye, the darkness Pokemon. It hides in the darkness of caves. Its diet of gems has transformed its eyes into gemstones. And then there's a little like... Notice, abnormal typing. Oh... Abnormal typing? That's, I've never heard of that before. That's yeah. news to me. And Pokedex is still new to me as well, so... These aren't busted, are they? No? So as you guys are, like, contemplating it, the Machop is, like, trying to run after it, but it's not fast enough, because Sableye keeps flash-stepping back and forth in the darkness. Uh, I still have Jade out. I never recalled her. Uh, yeah, I saw him in Kata. I think I'm going to try something. Jade, you sandstorm. So, Jade... (laughs) 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 And as you hear that reverberate in the distance... (laughs) Jade starts slamming her feet... Or no, how would she do Sandstorm? No, she'd probably spray it from her, like, I, I assume, like, I, well, maybe. Like, it just starts whipping up all, like, the loose rock and sand. Yeah, so area. she, like, closes her starts, eyes. Starts, like, airbending holds, them. Oh, the, essentially, she starts waving her, her arms, and the, st- the sand and all the debris starts flying around. Machop kind of, like, squeaks and runs and hides behind you guys. And the cool rock that was on the ground by your feet... It starts flying through the air as well, and the Sableye is like starts darting back and forth, but then its eyes catch sight of the cool rock, and it jumps for it, and then it starts getting buffeted by the sandstorm and falls to the ground. Alright. Uh, oh, when the... As soon as the Machop seeks shelter, I tend to it right away. Yeah, I'm going to use my uh, Poke Psychologist to use my Pokemon Education instead of Charm to try to calm it down. Okay. Thirteen. Okay, yeah. So it's it's comfortable standing behind you. And meanwhile, the Sableye, it's like crouched down in the room. And the sandstorm's whipping around, and it's still really carefully trying to eat the cool rock. <laughs> All right, Jade, <laughs> use bite. I assume I need a Pokemon now. Yes. I initiated it. In between his attacks, I'm gonna try setting up an Ori. I'm gonna already start if 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 he's already comfortable with me. I'm going to use a medicine check to see if he's hurt from the fall or everything he's been going through up until this point. Uh, five. Okay, yeah. so you just barely... She runs up and the Sableye tries to duck out of the way, but she still manages to uh, clomp onto its like hind leg and snap at it. And so that's... What's the damage for it? Okay, it says like six, fifteen... Okay, so the damage base is six, so the set damage is fifteen. Okay. And then plus her attack. Yeah, that's a plus nine. Okay, so and then... is does the type advantage because it's no. a dark attacking a ghost type, but I think no. Sableye is also. Oh yeah, it's abnormal typing. Abnormal typing. Yeah, so... it's just doing. It's not resisted or super effective. Okay, so it's just damage. Yes, straight damage. So that's what fifteen plus nine. So that's twenty-four, and so then minus the defense of fourteen, it takes ten damage. Hmm. And so then it is very angry, and so it, like, spins around. It grabs the cool rock in its hands, and it goes... Show no fear, Jade! (laughs) Flex on him! (laughs) And it is also going to use Bite. Oh, that is a 19. Yeah, that'll hit. So that is 30 damage coming at Jade. 
Uh, that's minus her defense, which is a eight. All right, so she takes 22. Oof, that's a big hit. So what's her HP at? Uh, it's 41 minus 22. Yeah. 19. Dang. I gotta do something about that. Uh, do I go after? Uh, disable I? Y yes. Like, our initiative's kind of weird here. Right, I yeah. Just well, start combat. What's your speed? What's yours and Jade's speed? My speed is 7. And what's Jade? Jade's is six. Okay, so yeah, the Julian can go, and then we'll have a proper initiative. Yeah, I'm going to use a uh, baby doll eyes. Oh yeah, that hits, and that lowers the uh, target's uh, attack by one combat stage. All right. So after you do that, the Sableye kind of, it looks at you funny, and then it immediately just starts digging into the ground. No, it's not getting away. <laughs> I guess, can Jade still attack? Uh, well, it would be, you're faster, so you'd be the one next, unless you just want Jade to go after it. I, I think I'd rather Jade go after it. Okay. So, so Sableye... Sure? I. Do you have any potions on you to, like... I'm just thinking, like, Jade's weight will, like, if she clamps down, like, bites again and, like, just holds her ground and keeps it from running away. It's kind of got nowhere to go. Okay. So... So you're gonna have Jade just jump after it? Yeah. Okay. Don't roll, because what Jade does, she jumps in the hole, because the Sable is very fast digger, too, so it's already a really deep hole, and she jumps in after it, and you hear the thud of her landing, and then you just hear noises, and you like, like, nah, nah, say, say, I, I, And there's just, like, this small rumbles as they, like, go quieter and quieter, and then there's a moment of stillness, and then they start hearing them again, and the ground underneath you guys starts rumbling again. And then right at your guys' feet, the two pop up. And it, the Sableye has his mouth clamped around Jade's bottom half. And Jade has her mouth clamped <laughs> around Sableye's <laughs> midsection. And they are just rolling around in a circle. <laughs> and then Machop runs over and he like, just tries to jump him. And gets clamps on top, and then just this, this ring of Pokemon just kind of rolling in a ball around this cavern. <laughs> and Sandstorm is still echoing through it. I guess I... I, I initiative's just thrown out at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use Sing on the ball of Pokemon and try to put them all to sleep. Okay. Oh, that's a one. So, just voice cracks. <laughs> Damn it, that didn't work. How well? How? What other solutions do you guys have for this ball of Pokemon? You guys have any ideas? Um, I'll try to sing it again. Let's hit my turn. I got a two in command. Okay. Um. Wait. I release Brawn, and I try to cast Hypnosis on the Sableye. Ooh. Just the Sableye? I, yeah, try to focus on the... Well, if I can, I'll, I'll focus it on all three. That would solve the entire issue. Um, one target. Range four, one target. Okay. So, yeah, I'll try to target the, the, uh, the Sableye. Sable. So you'd have to be eight. Eight. Whoa. Nineteen. Oh, nice. Okay, so you send out Brawn. Brawn casts Hypnosis. Brawn. <laughs> and the Sableye falls asleep. Still clamped to Jade. <laughs> <laughs> but now the chop is able to get a good hold on the Sableye. He grabs it, and he just kind of slams it into the ground. <laughs> like a suplex. <laughs> he throws it at your guys' feet. And that is actually enough to wake the Sableye up again. <laughs> and the Sableye, it, like, it will, its eyes don't close, because they're made of gemstones. 
it, but like it kind of there's a moment where it brightens a bit. Yeah, there's a moment where it's kind of dim and it's like tongues hanging out, and then it snaps to attention, and it like locks eyes with Julian, and its tongue kind of flickers, and then it scurries <laughs> onto you and starts digging through your backpack. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> I grab it. <laughs> And try to, like, pull it out. <laughs> Roll focus. Oh, that's a four. I got it. Okay, so you'll probably beat this then. Four ones! Oh. That's a six. You see it right there? Yeah, I see it. Five, one, two, one. So okay, yeah, you, you, you got it. So... You're able to keep the sable eye, like, you, you whip it out while still keeping your grip on it, and you're also able to wrestle the object it had, which was your cool rock that you had still held on to. Why do you want these? And it's just, it's holding grabby hands at it, and it's going, Nye, sable eye, ah. I think we know the source of the problem. He, he thinks this is food. What? It's not to think. I think that pro- Pokemon food. primarily eats shiny rocks. Rocks! Yeah. And he's particularly picky about the shape of them. Hmm. And it looks at you, and its, it's big emerald eyes sparkle endearingly. Buddy, I have an idea for you. <laughs> I'll make sure you get all the as many cool rocks as possible, but you have to apologize to Mr. Cool Rock Guy for stealing his rocks. And then the Machop kind of crosses his arms. Machop! That's right, buddy. And also, you may have to come with me and whip out the Pokeball. So the Sable like kind of looks at you and the rock. And the Pokeball and the Machop. And so then it goes, Zayli! You down to come with me? And it makes grabby hands at the rock again. (laughs) You only get this rock if you want to come with me. (laughs) And then it kind of makes grabby hands at the Pokeball? (laughs) (laughs) You try to, it eats the Pokeball. And then there's, you hear the ding, and it gets slurped into the Pokeball. It just like, (laughs) (laughs) so congratulations, you caught Sableye. Give yourself one XP. I've never seen that before. That was odd. Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a Super Fun Network podcast. To stay updated on other Super Fun Network podcasts, follow at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart. 
Lindsay at Lindsay M476, Ryan at Ryan Mitchell HTV, and Duncan at Cloudhead Duncan.